bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. Prepare yourself for an unparalleled experience of divine revelation and spiritual empowerment. Greater Works 2023. Speakers, Pastor Matthew Ashimoloa, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, Bishop Mike Okunko, and your host, Pastor Mensah Otobiel. Date, Monday 31st July to Friday 4th August. Morning sessions from Tuesday 1st August to Friday 4th August. Time, 9 a.m. Evening sessions. Time, 5 p.m. each night. Venue, Christ Temple East, Teshi. Buses will be available at vantage points across the city to convey you to and back from the conference. Visit gwcentral.org for more details. Greater works. Ignite your faith. Transform your life. And now, today's word. Today, I'm doing the part two of the message. God has not given us this spirit of fear or a spirit of fear, according to the text. And uh, we talked about several things about fear. And uh, today, we're going to continue to do the part two. Our main text back is in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 to seven. Second Timothy chapter one verses three to seven. And this is the message as we focus our minds on the reading of God's word. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without season I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. As I said last week, this letter was written to Timothy. Timothy was a protege of Paul. He was a young man that Paul was raising in ministry. And Timothy was very gifted, very anointed, young, and very vibrant in ministry. But he had a lot of insecurities, partly because he was, he was uh, young. The other part is also because he was from a mixed race. He was part Greek and part Jew, and so he didn't feel fully accepted within the community. And then it seemed as if he also had infirmities, and, and he, he was battling with health challenges, and all of that combined to make Timothy sometimes doubt himself. So when Paul wrote to Timothy, he tried to encourage him to be mindful of the gift that was in him instead of the struggles he had in his body. And, and this is what uh, this passage is all about. It is helping us to focus right in the place of our strength. And the verse 7 is what we are commenting on. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Last week, we looked at 
the spirit of fear. And that is what he says God has not given us, but we have to know what he has not given us in order to understand what he has given us. So he says God has not given us the spirit of fear. We looked at the spirit of fear, and we said that the spirit of fear creates a sense of inadequacy, a sense of inferiority, and a sense of inaction. Spirit of fear makes us always feel we are not good enough, we cannot do much, and we cannot do anything. So now, having dealt with the spirit of fear, we're going to look at what God has given us. The passage says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The three things, power, love, and sound mind. All of these three enable us to deal with the spirit of fear. And I'm going to look at all of the three today in my message. God has given, not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. The word power used in the text is from the Greek word dunamis, dunamis, or dunamis. And it means mighty work or strength. In a biblical sense, it is the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. Dunamis is power that is active, power that gets things done, power that creates things. It is not just about having authority, but having the ability to get things done. God has given us the spirit of power. So if we don't have the spirit of fear, what spirit do we have? We have the spirit of power. And the spirit of power deals with our sense of inadequacy. It changes our sense of inadequacy to power and a can-do spirit. The spirit of power. God has given us the spirit of power. You have the spirit of power. I have the spirit of power. You may not feel like it, but you have it. The spirit of power. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21 gives us a clue as to what the spirit of power can do in our lives. Ephesians 3, 20 to 21, we use part of it in our declaration uh, every Sunday. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. The spirit of power the spirit of power is it's not a physical thing. It's a spirit. It's a spirit of power. What is the spirit of power? First, the spirit of power is the power within. Having strength that is not physically seen. It's power within. It is power that is at work in us. Not outside of us, but at work in us. This is where our power resides. It is not seen in our physical structure. It is not seen in how we dress. It is not seen in how much money we have. It is, seen in, it is not seen in what position we hold. If you look outside of us, you will not see our power because it is a power that is within. It is not physical. It is spiritual. So there is a power at work in you. But if you look on the outside, you may not seem that powerful, but there is power at work in you. 
Now, I don't know whether you've ever been to the Akosombo Dam, where we generate a lot of power for Ghana. For a long time, it was our only major source of electricity supply. Now we have other sources. But Akosombo Dam is the Akosombo Dam. That is our powerhouse. Now, when you go to the Akosombo Dam, and if you've ever been there, and you look at the structure there, it doesn't seem power is being generated. Because there's nothing. It's just a wall, and you can drive on top of it, and actually you can, you can play on the wall, and lizards can crawl on the wall, and frogs can crawl on the wall. And, and, and so when you look at it from the outside, you may not understand the megatons of power coming from there. The power is not at work on the outside, it is at work on the inside. You are like that dam. When we look at you, you look like an ordinary person struggling with life, trying to get a trotro here, trying to get a taxi here, trying to pay your electricity bill. But there is power on the inside of you. There is power working on the inside of you. The Bible says there is power in us. Somebody say, I have power inside me. <laughs> on the outside, you may look weak, but on the inside, you have power. On the outside, you may be down, but on the inside, you are up. On the outside, you have nothing, but the, on the inside, you have all things. Never allow yourself to see yourself only based on what you have on the outside. There is power at work in you. And because of the power that is at work in you, you will overcome. God has given us the spirit of power. And that power is working inside us. If you only consider yourself based on how you look on the outside, you will disqualify yourself. On the outside, you may not be much, but on the inside, you are much. There is power at work in me. Somebody say, there is power at work in me. Now, the second thing you notice about the spirit of power is not that it is within. It is power that is at work. It is power that is at work. And that power that is at work gives us the ability to do what seems impossible. The power God gave us is active. It works. It is energetic. It does not stand away. It is power that goes to work on our behalf. Philippians 2.13 says, God is at work in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The power at work in us does two things. It helps us to have the appetite, the will to do something. And then it helps us to fulfill the will. God is at work in us both to will and to do. You will and you will do. You will and you will do. He has given us the power to do things. Every believer has got a can-do spirit sitting on the inside of him or her. Somebody say, I have a can-do spirit. Say, I can do all things. That's the power at work in you. That's the power at work in me. It is a power of execution, the power that helps us to do what God wants us to do. If God says, I can move mountains, I can move mountains. If God says, I can preach the good news, I can preach the good news. If God says I can cast out devils, I can cast out devils. If God says I can prosper, I can prosper. If God says I'm an overcomer, guess what? I am an overcomer. You can put the enemy to flight and you can rise like an eagle. 
There is a power that is not just inside you, but that power inside you is working. It's working. Thirdly, the power that, is, uh, that God has given to us, the spirit of power, is power that exceeds. It's power that exceeds. What does it mean to exceed? It means having the ability to expand beyond limits. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ever ask or think of. The power God gives us is able to work exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. The Apostle Paul spent much of his time praying that we will understand this power. In Ephesians chapter 1, he says that he prays daily that the eyes of our understanding will be opened that we may understand this power. He himself prayed that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. It, what, what Paul is saying is the greatest quest of a Christian is to understand how to turn on the power on the inside of him. Once in a while, all of us experience that power. Sometimes we walk in that power for a week and then we lose it. Sometimes for a day and then we lose it. Sometimes we see that power at work and we begin to see transformation and then we lose it. It's almost as if we learn how to switch on the light and then it goes off. We haven't learned to permanently keep the light on. But we pray that God will bring us into the full knowledge of how to use the power at work in us. It is a power that exceeds our imagination. We have that power to exceed. He has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. Of power. To do things that are exceeding. Things that are beyond your mind. Things that seem impossible to be achieved will be achieved by you. Things that everybody says cannot be done. It's been stuck for so long. It cannot be done. It will be done by you. The sisters of Lazarus said, Lord, he's been dead four days and by this time he stings. Jesus said the glory of God will be manifested. When it is said, it's over. This thing is dead. It's stinking. We can't get over it. God says it's resurrection time. I came here to announce to somebody, it's not over to you. It's resurrection time for you. It's time for God to lift you up. It's time for God to honor his word. When everybody says there is no hope, God says, Lazarus, arise. It's the power that is at work in us. It does the unimaginable. It takes the weak and make them strong. It takes David to conquer Goliath. It doesn't make sense for a shepherd boy who has never fought a battle to kill a giant who has fought all his life. But God is able to do it. It is the power at work in us. It is the power that exceeds all understanding. I like a verse in Isaiah chapter 66 verse 8 to 9. It says, who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord. Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb? Says the Lord. He says, who's ever heard that in one day there will be a turnaround? I believe that one day is coming. I believe God will do in one day for you 
that which you have struggled for 40 days, 40 years to achieve. In one day, there will be a transition. In one day, there will be a transformation. In one day, what has been impossible will be made possible. Somebody say one day. And God says, I will not bring to the birth. I will not bring to you to expectation and abort the birth. He says, when I bring you to the point of delivery, there will be delivery. The thing will happen. I came here to declare to your life that God has brought you to the point of delivery. Your greatness shall be delivered. I came here to speak to this church that God has brought us to the point of delivery and the vision shall be fulfilled. Shall it happen? Yes, it will happen. It will happen in your life. It will happen in our church. It will happen in our nation. The child will be born. The destiny will be manifested. There is a power at work in us that exceeds our imagination. People say, oh, it can't be done. It can't be done. What took nations 400 years to achieve? Others took 200 years to achieve. Others took 70 years to achieve. Others took 50 years to achieve. Others took 30 years to achieve. I believe Ghana will take a shorter time to achieve. yourself an unparalleled experience of divine revelation and spiritual empowerment. Greater Works 2023. Speakers, Pastor Matthew Ashimoloa, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, Bishop Mike Okonko, and your host, Pastor Mensa Otabil. Date, Monday 31st July to Friday 4th August. Morning sessions from Tuesday 1st August to Friday 4th August. Time, 9 a.m. Evening sessions, Time, 5 p.m. each night. Venue, Christ Temple East, Teshi. Buses will be available at vantage points across the city to convey you to and back from the conference. Visit gwcentral.org for more details. Greater works. Ignite your faith. Transform your life. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.